0: Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show Um, Tom Malloy you know he's he's working on a lot of different things and I know I talk about him quite a bit because you know he's a big contributor here at filmmaking stuff Um, and one of the things that he was talking to me about the other day is how he's able to get so much done Um, you obviously don't have the same relationship with Tom that I do but just trust me when I say that this guy is one of the hardest working people I know and you know the the proof is evident in the in the films that he's making um, he's raised a lot of money for films, he's produced a lot of films, and he's just getting stuff done, and now uh, he's working on quite a few things to level up his career. And um, in the conversation we were having, I, you know, as we were talking about how he's able to get so much done, uh, he mentioned that one of the biggest things that you can do for your own success is learn the value of the word no. Um, and there's been lots of different books and philosophies on this uh, from, from various people, um, out there. And and I got to say, it's one of the biggest success principles that I personally have a hard time um, adopting. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring Tom onto the show. And uh, Tom, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about why uh, we need to all adopt the power to say no?
1: Thank you, Jason. Well, today, I guess I wanted to go on a different tangent and make it not specific to film, even though this is 100% specific to film, but I mean what <laughs> to clarify is that it's something that you could apply to any aspect of life or any kind of profession, um, so really this is one where really anybody could be listening to this and it, it would help them, and and what it is, the essence, is the power of saying no. Uh, there was a book I read called The Power of No that was very interesting, and we should put a, a link or something to that or, you know, maybe I'll just mention the author as I'm talking here. But basically, the key is, it's something that busy people understand. By the way, that that Power of No book, as I looked in the background here, is by Claudia Azula, A-Z-U-L-A, and James Altucher, A-L-T-U-C-H-E-R. So let's back up and, and just say that Focus is an extremely important thing in success, right? One of my favorite stories of all time, which, by the way, was told to me from a, um, a high net worth individual, extremely high net worth uh, real estate guy. And he had told me about Bill Gates, uh, Bill Gates's father, who was a lawyer, and he had Bill Gates and Warren Buffett in a room. And the, these were, the, at the time, the number one and number two wealthiest people in the world and could not be <laughs> more different, you know, they, they are, Bill Gates is this fast-talking, skinny, you know, nerdish type computer guy, and the other is a very slow uh, Omaha, you know, investor, and uh, complete different energy, and Bill Gates's dad said, hey, listen, if you could write down one word, and, uh, and attribute your success to that one word, what would it be, and he had them both write down a piece of paper, and handed to him and he looked and he said you both wrote down the same word and that word was focus so focus is extremely important i love that story because you know you got the number 1 and number 2 <laughs> richest people in the world saying that focus is the most important thing and there's something that is um incredibly important to understand which is kind of your stacking list and i've heard it called different things but when i say stacking list it means uh how many things you can handle at one time? How many plates you can have spinning? How many projects you could have moving forward? And the opposite of which would be... Look, I, I'm not suggesting that you put all your eggs in one basket. Like, for the purposes of this, I'm not saying you go... All right, I'm, I'm only doing one film. That's all I'm focusing on. But uh, let me tell a personal story. Years ago, I was with a producer who's no longer in the business. Him and I were hanging out with another more experienced uh, executive producer who had worked uh, at Morgan Freeman's company and ran his company. And she had asked me and the other producer guy uh, what we were working on. And this was, I had just finished my film, The Attic. And my answer was, I'm doing this movie called The Alphabet Killer next. I'm, I'm putting the financing together and we're doing it. And the other producer went on and named... I'm not kidding probably like 12 projects. this and that it went on and on. And it was funny because that producer who that he was pitching was I, I'm not sure I'm not sure about her in the long run because um, she uh, she's not working much anymore, but I'm, I but what I'm getting at is this is that he impressed her with all those projects. But do you want to know the epilogue of that story was that um, I made the alphabet killer out of his 12 projects, he made zero. Okay, so (laughs) you had zero out of 12 successful. I had one that I made and did, and then I went on to the next one. Um, So eggs in one basket, as much as it's probably not the safest thing for you emotionally (laughs) and for your health, meaning when that falls through, you you go nuts or, you know, some kind of obstacle in your way, and it it hurts you even more, you're emotionally invested. Um, It also represents focus. So again, I'm not saying to do that. But what I am saying is to avoid scatterbrains, you know, to avoid the 12 projects that you have going. Um, When I get to the point where my stacking list becomes too much, I take a step back and I have what I've defined as a no party. (laughs) And I just start going, what can I cut out? What do I have to say no to? And what I mean by this is, you know, everybody wants to be nice and helpful and, Um, And I know that I I always want to, you know, I always want to, as you know, Jason, help filmmakers and, and especially imagine friends that are filmmakers. I really want to help them, you know. And I also understand that there's quid pro quo sometimes. Like I have one friend who always reads my scripts and checks out stuff that I've shot and films early on. So I will always do the same for him. And I prioritize that because I'm like, well, I, I trust his opinion. So he's going to want to trust mine. So I can't be asking him to read one of my scripts. And then when he says, can he, can you read one of my scripts? I'm like, Nope, no, I don't have time. And even if I'm busier than, than him, it, it doesn't matter. You know, you have to understand those, those relationships, those key relationships, but I get pitched to uh, to read scripts all the time or projects literally all the time and many times I will be like yeah sure you know and that's a problem because ultimately if you're a person that says yes to everything well on the lower end of, of things you could just be stressing yourself out and agonizing you know oh god I have too much to do and you, you know you have this list of things going on and you can never kind of get through all of them, you know, and you're, you're going, oh my God, I'm, I'm, you know, so you're creating stress on the lower end. On the upper end, you're ruining or or at least hindering more successful projects. You know, it's if you were focusing, uh, you know, I bring back that producer that had 12 projects going and none of them got going. You know, if you're focusing on one or two or three, you know, and knowing that's your stacking list, that's the most that you can focus on before you're, you're spread too thin, you'll be much more successful. Uh, you know, there's there's analogies I could use. One that I thought of was driving, say, five cars to a destination. And, you know, and and uh, if you were to take one car and just drive it to the destination and then get somebody, hey, could you can you drive me back to this other one? You know, and then you get the ride back to the next one. You'd be much faster than... Driving, you know, say the destination is five miles away, taking five cars and driving one, uh, you know, a mile and then running all the way back and then getting the next one, driving that a mile, you know, and keep slowly moving everything up. Like, think about that. Think of how long that would take, you know, Uh, versus you say you just took one car and drove it to the destination. At least you know that has the success. You were able to get that car there, right? So the key, I guess the essence of what I'm saying is that there's times where you have to kind of say no. There's times where you go and you go, what is this doing for me, right? Uh, you look at the projects that you're pushing forward and the projects you're involved in, and some of them could be call could become what I call a time suck. You know, where it's you're you're on a call or you're on a Zoom and you're like, what the hell? What am I doing? What am I doing here? That happened to me uh, with a project that one of my colleagues, who I no longer work with, was uh, pitching and and following up on and. I had taken a couple meetings and when I, the, the second I kind of walked into the first meeting, she was 10 meetings in and had committed time and resources and money. I knew walking in, this project's never going to happen. Right. But out of respect for her, I took a couple meetings in and, you know, by the mid of the second one, I'm going, what the hell? what am I doing? Like I just, I drove all the way here. I put, you know, and this is kind of pre COVID when you're doing meetings in person more and uh I knew that I was going to have to pay for the meal and all that stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is, this is brutal. Like, I just am wasting my time. And anybody who knows me knows that I am all about efficiency. And any time I feel like I'm wasting, uh, you know, again, time is everybody should know that. That the most valuable resource you have is time. And when you're wasting it, ugh, you're just getting closer to that life finish line <laughs> almost. So you don't want to do that. So just kind of circling it back There no can be extremely powerful, right, because it allows you to trim the fat, so to speak, and focus on the meat, you know, focus on exactly what you want to do, which would be uh, the projects that you're most passionate and excited about. And again, I'm not saying only one, you know, you could have three and you might be a person that can handle five, right? But if you feel that none of if you have five and none of them are happening, you need to get rid of three of those and focus on two or maybe even get rid of four and focus on one and drive that focus home. So the, the other thing I just want to address is that a lot of times people think well, they feel guilty about it. I feel bad saying no. And I, I know that I do sometimes, you know, to just to... Uh, one of the things that I have a tough time saying no to is when people ask me to, to speak at an event. And this, you know, pre-COVID, it was like travel involved and all that stuff. And I immediately say yes. Oh, great. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, because I like that. I like meeting people. I like, you know, connections and and uh, meeting filmmakers. And you never know what adventures is going to bring. But then when it would get closer, I'd... St- you know be so busy and and going oh my god I can't believe it. I got to do this I got to fly to you know wherever this is I got to fly to Texas or or you know or Arizona or something like that and <laughs> dreading it you know and then ultimately it turned out okay but then I lost that time that I could have been focusing on, you know, the projects that were the most important ones. If you know, another thing is that 80 20 rule, I'm sure that you know, you know, 20% of the the, the projects that you do are going to bring you 80% of the money, you know, and and that's where you have to um, really focus yourself. And and most people don't do that. They would do it on a, work on everything 100%. And that's a mistake. I will kind of sum this up by one thing that truly helped me years back and that was or actually two things one just popped into my head but I'll say that the the thing that I intended to say first was I made a pie chart uh and you could do it on excel or wherever you can find you have a guarantee if you google you know how to make a pie chart uh you know there's some pie chart application on on uh online but what I did is I went and I made a pie chart of what I was spending my time on every day right and this was everything I mean, I'm talking about like eating, you know, eating breakfast, time with the kids, making dinner for the kids. So like those things. And then career-wise, you know, uh, my filmmaking stuff, glass house distribution, um, film projects moving forward. I I went through all of these and this was a while back. I I guess maybe this is five, six years ago now. And I noticed some things that I went, "Ah, I'm spending too much time on that, right? And so I made the first pie chart was what is current? And then the next pie chart was, what do I want it to be? And right there, I was able to see what percentage changes I wanted it to be and, and kind of calculated my time during the day. That's how crazy I am about efficiency. It's like, how much time am I spending on this? How much time am I spending on Instagram? You know what I mean? How much time am I spending, uh, for the people that watch a lot of TV, how much time am I spending watching TV? You know, uh, all those things. And really be honest with yourself on these pie charts and what you want to do and, and notice how you could change um, that efficiency. The other thing that I said that had popped into my head was I remember years ago, <clears throat> and now this one might be eight years ago. I I'd, I'd have to really try to think of that. Um, but what I did is I, you know, when I would be obviously I work in the movie business, right? But somebody would call me up and tell me about some really cool thing they got going on, you know, and they're creating this product and. They're going to make millions of dollars or they have this real estate investment. Okay. So about eight years ago, I had read a book and I think it was called The One. And again, I'm pulling up a book reference here. So I'm going to try to Google that in the background. Uh, and that is it, 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 a book that I thought was really great about um, focusing on one thing. Actually, I think it's called One Thing as I'm, I'm up. <laughs> yeah, The One Thing. Okay. <laughs> and it's a book... Um, by uh let me get the author here and the author is gary keller right and it says the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results but the book is called the one thing right and what it was what it did and, and that book kind of influenced me to just start to say to everybody i only do movies man that was it. Right. And I got to that point where, you know, somebody pitched me, oh, this is I'm doing this thing. And it's it's, uh, you know, it's real estate investment and I'm going to make all this money. And, you know, you can get in on this, you know, and they would throw that to me. And my answer all the time from that point on would be like, dude, I'm only do I only do movies. That's it. And I even would joke. I make a joke. and I don't know. what the, I don't know any of this crap. I don't know real estate, even though maybe I did or certain things I knew stuff about. I would be like, oh, pff, man, I, movies are all I know. And I'd make that joke so that I knew <clears throat> I was not working on anything outside the movie business. And still to this day, people will throw me stuff, you know, and I, I dabble in Bitcoin and stuff like that. But I always make sure that it's not taking any focus of out of my life of movies, right? Because once you can kind of say to yourself, this is the career that I'm in. I'm not doing anything else. Uh, then you focus yourself automatically to that. And, you, you know, you stop chasing things that are going to make you rich or this or that, you know, any of that crap that's on the side. And no offense, if you, if you find some scheme or something like that, that you make a lot of money on, great. Uh, but just understand that in deciding on what scheme that could be, uh, you don't want to commit time. I'll emphasize it one more, Jason, and then I'll throw it back to you. emphasize it one more. Time is our most valuable commodity. And... The essence behind this podcast today is to say that if you can say no in the best way possible and not feel guilty about it because it's your time, this is the most important thing that you have. And say, Listen, I don't have the time to do this right now. I got I to work on something else. Uh, you know, I'm focused on these other things. I'm, I'm, I hope you understand. And if they don't understand, well, then they, that's on them. But you're being honest because if you say yes, Many times you'll put yourself through agony and you won't be able to focus the time. And then ultimately it becomes even worse down the road. So the power of no uh, is extraordinary to get you to focus. But understand that you put that pie chart together and, and start with that. And look at how you're spending your time and how you could improve it.